0: Welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike. This is Luke Acrey. This is Luke Acree.
1: Or you are. if you follow me on Instagram, you right might there. see an imposter on Instagram. My uh, I don't know who made it at the company. I haven't tracked <laughs> down a <the> specific <laughs> person made like a like a meme account of me called Luke Cakey. Yeah. You know, where this guy loves cake. Not sales. He right? loves cake so much yeah, that cake's not everything. It's the only <laughs> thing. So if you get bored with Luke Akery's content at Instagram, find Lou Cakery, um, Cakery, like Lou Cakery, and you'll find me there. So, anyways, that's how I'm doing right now. Well, that's all. Awesome. Well, this doing. podcast is all about taking action, and I got to tell you, Luke,
0: our guest today knows how to take action. He is an absolute killer on the phones, with a love for sales and has a passion for social media. Having studied advertising and digital marketing. His name is Mario Eldon, and he's been practicing real estate for more than a decade in New York City before making the move to Orange County, California, where he's currently helping to build present financial properties. Mario, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Dude, How you doing?
1: What's up? Dude, I'm excited I love How you, his energy, man. I'm to have Everybody's got everybody's gotta go to the YouTube channel and watch this guy because you can say like his smile comes through the camera. It's crazy, man. Great, great energy. Yeah.
2: I'm like blazing right now, yeah. out of
1: energy, so let's, let's get the show on the yeah. road. Hey, go. tell people where they can yeah. follow you on Instagram, man, because I want everybody yeah. to follow you on Instagram. Tell them your Instagram handle.
2: No doubt. So my handle is at Mario Eldon, M-A-R-I-O, Elden E-L-D as in Danny, I-N as in Nancy.
1: I want you guys to follow this guy because I follow he's, he's him. He's hilarious. Oh my gosh. He's hilarious. <laughs> it's the funniest story. Super stories. En- energetic. <laughs> and then also, he really is showing you uh, the grind, as you would call it, as much as you can show the grind on social media. But the grind in, in all my real estate agents out there, I mean, this guy is, and we'll get into this on the podcast, but he's door knocking. He's cold calling. He just moved from New York. Now he's out. And wh- where are you exactly in California?
2: In California, I'm right, I'm like right by, as I'm in this awkward middle between Newport Beach and Costa Mesa. It's like a block down is Newport Beach and a block up is Costa Mesa.
1: Gotcha. So you went from Brooklyn out there. So he went from the hard nosed people to the hippies. I'm being a little stereotypical, <laughs> but we're going to talk about that on the on the yeah, podcast yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into I, that. I
2: <laughs> but hey, man,
1: introduce yourself to the audience. Like tell them a little bit about you, how you got into real sure. estate, who you are. Give them kind of the Cliff Notes version and let's dive into kind of how you're growing your business today.
2: No doubt. Let's get the show on the road. So uh, my name is Mary Weldon, and I am a realtor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, besides that, before I before before I'm a realtor, I'm actually uh, my, my decade of experience is really in marketing, uh, digital marketing, social media marketing. Uh, so like I use, have a big background on like building custom PHP websites, WordPress sites, uh, CSS. So I'm like I come from that background. It's not just like realtor. So I'm, I'm a big uh, geek when it comes down to that Dude, stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like I was around when SEO was so cool. I don't know a lot of <laughs> SEO people who want to murder me for saying that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I was around for that. And um, yeah, so like marketing and advertising. I have a degree in advertising, public relations, and technology. Um, so you know, I get around. You know, like I'm, I um, yeah. So like that that was that. And then fast forward, I graduated college really late because I. Used to play the trumpet for 10 years, and my mom and dad told me that it was a hobby. So I left music
1: and hit <laughs> hey, the you played the trumpet, right? I did. That was my first instrument, the yeah. trumpet, man. Get out of dude, here. We're dude. like Kindred Lord. Souls. We're, in a duet. we're Kindred Souls here because my my degree is <laughs> software engineering. Yeah, and yeah, I was doing in website, yeah. back end <laughs> website <laughs> That's stuff. so cool. I didn't have the marketing wow. side at the time, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, software. And then, yeah, I played the trumpet as well. But you you graduated late because you played the trumpet. Usually it's because you're partying tomorrow. No, no, but no, this kid played. Oh, okay.
2: I, no, my mom and dad said it was a hobby. I, they had like a lot of control over me when I was younger. So then like, I went to school for physical therapy. I got kicked out of school. I was on probation. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, because I'm not going to be a physical therapist. So I found <laughs> a way out and was to get in trouble. So then I hit the streets and I started like making money. And yeah, I'll say as proudly. All the money that I've made in the streets was legal. I've never <laughs> done anything illegal. I've never pushed weight or nothing like that. So uh, I'm very proud of that. I like how you had
1: to say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, So You know how many people from Brooklyn, man? <laughs> you know, me, like, are you kidding me? Though I, I was around that, man. I, I know. I know what mm. it is. Um, so yeah, so like, I've I, I, I've worked since I was 15 years old. I got my working papers as soon as I can get them. The green, little green papers and my mom to sign, and I was off to work. So uh, I graduated college. I went back to college when I was 25. Graduated when I was like 27, 27, um, turning 28, and then. After that, I hit like a big ass chunk of depression um, because I don't know, and not really depression because I, I I don't think I was depressed. I was just like really confused down in a daze, just floating, mm. um, just not knowing what I want to do. Fast forward, fast forward. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try this one last thing. This is how it started. It's not really a special story. I was like, I'm going to try this one last thing <laughs> because it's been in my face this whole time. Everybody keeps pushing me towards it, you know? Oh, you you look really great. You can do really great, blah blah. You got the attitude for it. You got this and that. It's so like, all
1: right. You were successful I'm in the, the streets. <laughs> yeah,
2: because in the streets, all I did it was sales. Like I always, like I always, I, I was either going door to door selling fire extinguishers. Um, I was always doing some kind of sales. whether mm-hmm. I was on websites selling websites, selling uh, marketing packages, social media packages when Facebook was really cheap. Whatever. Like I was always selling something. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. So I. Took my real estate test and in three weeks I was a I was a realtor in Brooklyn, New York. And my
1: first week I made like five thousand dollars. Like, did you really? What what you do? Are yeah, you doing rentals or what? What you do?
2: Yeah, man. You know yeah. them shit flip like hot cake, boy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Anybody that's in New York City that start that starts in real estate, they can make money ASAP if they if they're really if they're down to get dirty, down to the hustle, down to like get torn up by these New York City landlords because they're tough no filter nobody's soft over there everybody tells you straight to your face there's no politically correct none of that it mm. doesn't exist <laughs> so if you're if you're okay with that you're gonna make money
0: sounds uh, like my type actually, of place I, <laughs> there you go man. yeah
2: i'm actually gonna i'm actually gonna create a course uh, about that because there's zero courses. you really courses cool about, yeah I'm, I'm in the middle of making it for new awesome. york city uh, uh real estate agents i want that want to get into the business i want to make money faster doing rentals. so that's that's something in the works nice uh yeah. So I started doing real estate and I started at a rental company. I was flipping leases for apartments, um, homes, condominiums, and commercial as well. Okay. Cause commercial, commercial in New York City is a little different than commercial here in California. Cause here's they have like big plazas. So you get like a strip of stores. And it's like, all right, go rent it out. Mm. I mean, that, that's available as well, but it's not likely. Over there, it's little mom and pop shops, little, little, little shops, random ones on the streets. And they'll have, and you know, they just, you cold call, you try to get the landlord to give you a, a chance, and you know. So that's uh, how you built.
1: That's how you built your lease business, or your you know doing the rentals and stuff. You were cold calling. Yeah, or, dude.
2: Yeah, like a, it was a lot of yeah. Listen, the phone, man. The phone is like the most dangerous tool in the world. Yes.
1: For, Can you hear for, my applause for, on this audio? I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> for especially, 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 for anyone that's starting off. Yes. It will you up so, like, it, it, it will ruin your confidence your self-esteem um you look yourself in the mirror and be like yo i hate you What the f- you doing it'll make you talk to yourself in the shower it's true
1: dude your lowest it's days lit. will be on the phones and your best days will be on the phones it's it's a hundred percent and i
2: mean and by the way guys when luke says low
1: Really low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the bottom really of the low. bottle.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Because I tell you why, man. People, people are very different when they're protected behind something that they can't be like grabbed by You know, yeah, what that's mean? Like, a great point. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people are like keyboard warriors on social media, and they're you know, <laughs> and and they and, and they grow like. And they and they're on steroids when, when they're on the phone, right? And telemarketers uh,
1: are not real people. Like people treat them like dirt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's
2: I crazy. mean, dude, like, listen, that, that's, that, that's 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 one of the biggest well, one one of the biggest, but one of one of the reasons why calling is such a headache because you have big groups like that, and big companies like that that call nonstop, offering. So, like, there's a huge stigma now, and unfortunately, as a realtor, um, you just you just having that designation that you pay so much money for Mm. is already working against you Mm. because right away we have a bad rep yeah he's a realtor he's a scumbag (laughs) trying to get money out of (laughs) us or that's trying to get commission automatically it's true We have a very bad rep as realtors. No, I agree.
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree. The industry has a bad rep. And I think a little bit of that, and this obviously podcast is not to get into maybe the details of that, but I think a little bit of it is in three weeks, you got your license. I mean, in three weeks, uh, I think, you know, maybe it's too easy to get licenses is what people say. And just like you get... You know, so many people jumping into real estate and they don't treat it as a profession. You know, sales and I know you attended the 10X, uh, growth con, um, you know, too. And we attended that. And one of the things I think that Grant Cardone says that touches on what you're talking about a little bit in the directness is. He talked about, you know, sales is just about being real with people. It's not this voodoo made up magical manipulation, all no. this type of stuff. It's it's being just straight up with people. Like what you yeah. did right there to that person yeah. is you just said, Hey, I'll walk away. No problem, I'll walk away. But are you sure you want to do this where instead of trying to manipulate the situation and try instead of trying to like
2: I'll tell you what it is, man. You know what's crazy? A lot of a lot of realtors, the salespeople in general, they're too scared mm. to talk. Logic. Yo, break it down to them. Like, are you willing to lose? Like, I literally grabbed, I don't know if anybody's like, probably will watch this on YouTube. I'm grabbing my phone right now. Yeah. Let's say it's a $2,000 apartment times 12, right? So $2,000 times 12 months, that's $24,000. So if you're going to sit on the market for another three months, are you willing to lose like $6,000 out of that rent just because you want to wait until the guy that's advertising it gets you the right person? What if it's 6 months what, if it, what is what if it's 12,000 that she's losing out? Dude. And then you're renting it out by then you're renting it out by yeah. the summer
1: and then you know what I mean like There's a golden nugget right there for the audience. If if you guys missed that, it's a golden nugget right there. Rewind it. Listen to it. Being direct with people and being willing to step out of your comfort zone. And it is some people right now listening to this. I know probably feel a little bit like (laughs) like they're tense, like their pressure is on them, right? Because it feels really like, but the reality is, and this is what I teach salespeople all the time is, look, where does growth come from? It comes from pain. Where does change come from? It comes from pain. There's gonna be in the buying process and in the selling process, There's going to be a little bit of pain. Now, it should be a good pain. There's a difference between bad pain and good pain. There's a good pain when you're at the gym and you're breaking down the muscle and you're rebuilding the muscle. It's a good pain, right? Because you get something out of it. There's value that comes. It fulfills. But you're going to have to put people in a position where they have to make a decision. And human beings hate (laughs) making decisions and they hate stepping out of their comfort zone. And being direct is the best way to do it. And the reason why I know this for a fact is because if you don't manipulate, if you don't dance around the point, you know who you are. You're real. You're authentic. You're trustworthy yeah. and, and you're, you're a straight shooter. Hey, this is what it is. And hey, we don't have to do the deal, but this is what it is. And are you willing to risk this pain? And if you are, hey, man, that's up to you, but I want to get this deal done. Let's roll. As you know, Grant would say, let's roll. Exactly. But the, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let's roll. Let's do this. But I just want the audience to know that, hey, that's a golden nugget. Being direct with people, it it changed our sale in our company, and we're selling obviously to tons of different businesses. You're selling real estate. Being direct with people is a golden nugget.
2: Yeah, and I just want to I, I want to hone in on something you just said. The word um, um, uh, when you have to persuade, not persuade. You didn't say persuade. What'd you say?
1: I like that uh, though. It's persuade.
0: Yeah. persuade. It sounds like yeah, yeah. a better word than you would use, Luke. Yeah. It <laughs> probably else. does. My
1: vocabulary, my wife told me, is not very large. <laughs> she did yeah, tell no. me that one time. Oh, manipulate. You <laughs> yeah, said, manipulate. You said manipulate.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I just want to tell everybody that's listening, th- there's a positive manipulation and there's a negative manipulation. So there's a lot of people hear that and they want to get like, oh, like, kumbaya on me and shit. Like, <laughs> manipulate? That's so not cool, man. It's like, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you, this is how this is a this is a, this is how you differentiate good manipulation and bad manipulation. And bad manipulation, and only the person that's doing the manipulating, quote unquote, will know if it's bad or good. And how would they know? Your intentions, Intent.
0: yeah, buddy. Intent,
2: yep. Your intentions. If your intentions, if that back, if that voice in the back of your head is being evil, you're being a scumbag, mm-hmm. and you're manipulating in a negative way. But if your intentions are actually pure. You should give zero about being manipulative or not or how or or even being perceived as that because your intentions are pure. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't worry about that. You should go all in.
0: Uh, Right. uh, uh, Because. I love that. Man. I had to manipulate my daughter to eat green beans last night. So, oh, I get it, right? Ooh, but Ooh, I bet you're doing it for a good reason. Right I'm just going to call out all the golden nuggets on this <laughs> podcast.
1: That's a golden nugget. No, but that's you know that's I mean? so true. So, okay, let's. So you're you're obviously making cold calls. You're being direct, right? You're 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 hustling, grinding, for lack of better words, and you start building a real estate business. How long were yeah. you in Brooklyn building this? Where did it get to? And then. Let's talk about this journey of why did you jump not jump ship in a bad way, but why did you now take this huge opportunity to to move out to you know in between Costa Mesa and Newport Beach? I think Newport you said Beach. yeah. So yeah. like, what made that like walk us through that journey?
2: All right. Well, it happened. Um, I met. I went to Agent Twenty Twenty One with Gary V. Okay. Agent Twenty Twenty One. Yeah. Right. That's how that's how it all started. I met people there, um, and then they we all thought we followed each other on Instagram and they would just watch my hustle because like again like, I, I'm always on my stories I'm always like I'm really big on socials. a huge part of my personal brand um, online and offline so they were just watching watching I was watching them and we were always keeping in contact one thing led to another a phone call came up and they were like yo move be the VP and partner and like let's build this now to me I am a very spastic I don't really think much <laughs> no I, no
1: you're not <laughs> I'm <love> telling
2: you <laughs> I'm telling you, I am. I mean, I'm, a cra- I'm crazy when it comes down to certain things. That's right? how I love you, man. For that's sure. why I
1: love following you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm awesome. So like, yeah, all it took was one phone call. I was like, all right, I'm coming to Cali. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go start packing now. I'll, I'll hit you up in a couple of weeks to so let you know when I'm coming. <laughs> um, that's what happened. So, I, yeah, that that same day, I started like figuring out how I'm going to get out there. And but did another, you have
1: a good business in Brooklyn? Like, was it a good business for you there as a real estate agent? Or did you feel like you had built something or was it easy to leave? Okay, so
2: it was, don't man, let me it was not easy leaving Brooklyn. Okay. I'm a Brooklyn boy. I mean, I am, Like, it's in. It's my core core, you know? Sure. Like, when I came out here, I was making everybody cry that came in my way because the people here are so sensitive. And I guess I am not, I'm overly, like, edgy, I guess, or very forward <laughs> to where people are, like, closing their ears and shit. This guy keeps saying the word so many times, man. Like, and it was just, like... Yeah, it's so like I was clashing, like I was clashing with people because not. And again, my intent was good, but sure. I'm just gonna talk to you, man. Like this is how I'm, dude, this is how I talk. You know, like God forbid, I, you know, I, I call somebody in the conference room, like, yo, like stop being a. D-. They look at me like, say hey, that. The like, case, yeah, like, let's continue, let's keep talking. You know, like, yeah, back in Brooklyn, man, like, like, if, like if you're sitting in a group, if you're sitting with your boys, and like. And, and, and like, you guys aren't calling each other scumbags. You guys aren't real friends. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 like somebody has to be called a scumbag at least a couple There's times. There's actually the a great book
1: called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. It's a phenomenal book. And I mean, it doesn't phrase it that way, but it is the it basically same. Says, <laughs> it's, it basically says that. It basically says, yeah. be, you know, the best relationships are built on trust and you can't have trust with people unless you're vulnerable, unless you're real. And you basically you yeah. call people scumbags. When they're scumbags, you call them, you know, you're real with. Your brother, you're real with. You know, your brother you'll punch. Exactly. F- I know because I had exactly. a bunch <laughs> of brothers growing up. But meaning like you'll you'll fight, hate each other, and the next day you're you're Dude, you beating up other is, kids is, because they can't pick on your brother. But you know, so it's that same type it, of idea. So you're exactly you know, obviously like, you you have this business, it's hard to leave, you make the jump because you're just, you know, you see the opportunity. Now, walk us through getting out to you know California. Walk us through yeah. what did you do day one to build your business in California as a real estate agent? Because that's super practical for our audience.
2: Yeah. So in New York, just just uh, just to go back to what you just said, when I was in Brooklyn, I was doing I was very heavy on rentals volume, rentals. Because then, uh, listen, if you if you're a kick agent that's down to the, that's down for the hustle, you can. You can make anywhere between like five to 10000 a month mm. once you get into it on rentals. But you're busting your ass, man, because in order for you to close anywhere between five to ten deals a month, you need like 30 to 50 leads a month because you're going to deal with a lot of red tape, a lot of red tape from landlords because landlords are a little, you know, like they have their own standards that we want to get into, right? So they deny a bunch of people for no good reasons. Uh, so you have to deal with that shit and then like you have to get rid of them and, um, yeah, credit score, income, surprises that are hiding in, in the closet. Yeah. You need need a lot, right? So I did a lot of that. And then towards the end, while I was going in, while I was transitioning, before I found that I was going to Cali, I was transitioning into sales, right? Um, so I didn't really get much of a chance to go all in on that in in New York because it's like, this came up, and I was like, "Okay, like I have to like get ready and like make this move." So, I took my test when I got when I got when I got to Cali. I passed it the first time, which I was really thankful because I heard everybody telling me that nobody passes it from the first time. I was in the elevator with three to four people. They were there for like the third and second time. I was like, "Wow!" Um, I that I did that, and then as soon as I got my license, the first thing that I did was set up my team in the office with a call calling platform.
1: Okay, which which okay. one did you choose?
2: so i've i've tried out a, a like the, the top three in my opinion my sure. opinion on the top three uh the red x red x okay okay the red x um and then you have uh, uh vulcan seven yep and then you have um mojo which is a yep. kick-ass dialer as well okay actually so mojo three, is what
1: my uh, brother steven i believe uses mm-hmm. uh if anybody's yeah you know, wondering so yeah
2: those three are those three are great um the red X, I personally didn't like it because they gave you a plethora of numbers, but it's majority of them are bogus. Okay. It's, a lot, it's you're not you're not on the phone with with the decision maker. Okay. Um, Mojo is I like Mojo too, but Vulcan Seven really won because Vulcan Seven their accuracy is fucking crazy. Like, mm. if I'm like ninety nine. I'm, I'm on the phone with the homeowner.
1: Wow. 99%. That's impressive. Wow.
2: Not yet. Yeah. Like, and maybe, and and by the way, this is different. I don't know what state you're in. I'm talking about California. Sure. Yeah. I'm talking about New New York city. Thus far from experiencing that Vulcan seven is kicking. It's, it's great. And it's, um, the, 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 the lowest, the basic package comes with two lines. Okay. So you can have two realtors call at the same time. Okay. Um, they give you emails, they give you, you can do an email drip campaign from there, um, it has like a okay CRM, so, I mean, it, it's a whatever CRM really, like I don't use it, but it has it if anybody's starting off and you're just doing cold calling, it could benefit you. It has a, something called um, a Storyteller, which is a video email um, system that they can use where you could put the video aspect in it. Nice. The quality of it isn't really good and... Um, but still like it's it's a feature well, there. what
1: leads are you calling? Are you calling expireds and fizbos? What, what are you calling?
2: So with so I call expireds new okay. new expireds. I call past expires from 6 to 12 months ago. Okay. Sometimes even longer that, that I never relisted and I'm calling fizbos.
1: Okay. So you're calling those three three. How, what's kind of like would you share like how many calls you were making a day, or what what's your normal day look like? How does that lead so, generation so, look for you?
2: So, I don't gauge it by the number of phone calls I make. Okay. I sit down for three to four hours
1: okay
2: and just like bang out.
1: Gotcha. Right? Okay.
2: Now, in three hours, you can make like 250, 300 phone calls, but like connect with like 10, 15, 20, 25 people. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's a hit or miss. Yep. Correct. So that, so that's why I'm not gonna sit there and be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like connect with like, 50, 30 people today because I might be there all f- day, mm. and that's not really like smart, you know, like, because after a while, listen, I, I, like I, like, even for me, man, and, like, I can like,
1: and you're a phone, warrior. I, I,
2: like, yeah, like, I'm down with somebody <clears> me off on the phone or whatever. Like, listen, I get aggravated. Get me wrong, I'm, I'm human, right? Right. So you, you have to, you have to bypass it and keep going and yeah. realize that. A lot of other jerk off agents are getting on the phone, cursing these people out, and acting like an amateur. Which is why now you're like the tenth, hundred, fiftieth person to call, and they're like, "Yo, another jerk off is calling me," mm. and they just hung, they just hung up with a rookie. They got aggravated, or said some stupid shit, or didn't know how to handle it. or wasn't trained. So a lot of that's going on. You know what I mean? So like, you need to think about it. When the, on the first of every month. So many expires Yes, hits. and
1: every, every and sh- realtor's calling, yep.
2: Exactly. And when I say every realtor, you got the seasons, you got the mid, uh, yep. the, 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 the rookies, you got everybody calling them. Everybody's calling them. Yep. So what I figured out, and this might be a golden nugget to a few, and this is only for, from what I've seen now in California, I'm not talking about New York no more. In California is that new expireds, I no longer aggressively hit. Right? Okay. I, I call new expireds one, once or twice a week in order to feel them out, what do I mean by that? I call to have a conversation. Now, I call, I'm going to get into this whole I, I, I call calling thing because there's there's like this like this stigma or this like uh, a book of standards that people, that doesn't exist, this invisible book of standard that, that you have to be a certain way on the phone. Mm. I'll get into that in a second. I think people benefit from that. But um, I call them to feel them out and have a conversation with them to see like, what their deal is. Because sometimes they're expired, sometimes they're withdrawn, sometimes they cancel. Now, usually when they're withdrawn or canceled, they might be taking a break, they might be going away, they might be, you know what, taking a break, they got discouraged after staying for 60, 70 days, they're like, you know what, I'm going to chill out for a little bit, and I'm going to try in June, I'm going to try in July, I'm going to try after the holidays, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, you have to call and feel out the situation, because if you're going to, the reason why I say this is because once I figure out, okay, so you're not taking a break, your realtor didn't do a good job. You're saying you're not going to list. I know you're going to list sooner or later. You're just talking out of emotion, so like I I I, I get that. Yep. So you have to see past that because people people hear the word no and they're like, oh, okay, well, good luck to you, Susan. It's like, no, no, Susan is upset. Susan is mad because John the realtor sucked and he charged her one percent for nothing. So you have to call Susan back when she's in a good mood. Mm. However, if Susan doesn't, it isn't working with the realtor. Expired, blah 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 blah. All all this jazz, and she's—I know she's just feeling discouraged because I see how many days on market she's had on. Now that is someone that I door knock. I no longer call. Call Hmm. expires. I call to feel them out, just so I'm not wasting my time. Because you can burn a lot of energy and time um Door knocking expires blindly, mm. right? So cherry pick your expires, cherry pick out of them, mm. right? Because you only really need one if you're starting off, you know what I mean, mm. or two or whatever the case may be. So start cherry picking your expires, and by doing that, you have to you have to put them through a uh, a vetting process. You have to you have to vet them on the phone to figure out is it worth me knocking. Now once you knock on the door, right? Why is that a good thing? Because in the first phone call, it's your job to figure out, using your script, right? It's very important. They exist for a reason. And it's not to be read. It's to be understood. NLPs, what are NLPs? Why, why are words being said this way? Why are we emphasizing on these on these key words? Why does this word become before this word? You have to understand the science behind it. And it's not to be read. It's to be understood and then made into your own you have to, like, infuse it with your own personality and character.
1: It's a golden Because you don't want to sound yep. like everybody. That's the truth You know right what there. I mean?
2: Yep. So, don't don't read scripts because you'll have people on there be like, are you reading a f- paper? <laughs> what
1: are you going to say? <laughs> uh, man, this yeah, guy's speaking so, uh, truth into your life right now. He's it's speaking
2: true, truth. man. It's true because it's been said to me.
1: No, it's so, true. Dude, uh, I, cannot, I don't know where I can't remember where I heard this. Remember, always remember this with your scripts. You want to memorize internalize and personalize like you want to yes. go through that process memorize internalize yes. personalize and if you yes. do that with your scripts then at the end of the day you're you're not reading a script anymore I mean you really yeah. have an understanding and a belief in what you're saying and why you're saying it and it's then you yours. make it yeah because you make it your own yep
2: correct it's yours. but I want to just jump back <clears throat> into this because this is gonna help people out man and then this sh- stop. Um, So when when, when, once you figure out once you figure out what script you like, and there's no there's no perfect script, ladies and gentlemen, there's no perfect script. Your script will forever, forever change because you might hear something in a podcast, you might see something, hear something, or see something on a YouTube channel, and you want to embed that into your repertoire. Mm -hmm. You're right, like oh shit, man, like I hear this a lot. I I always attract this kind of like rebuttal or this kind of objection. I mean, this would be a great one to like add into my arsenal of whatever. Mm To, you know what I mean like it will forever change it will forever evolve so back to what I was saying when you're on the phone with Susan the first time they expired you figured out okay great She she's upset but she's going to list of course because everybody's going to relist some sometime you know sometime in the future you want to nurture her so on the first phone call you want to figure out okay how many offers have you gotten if you sold this home do you have another home where are you going What's taking you there? You want to figure out why, how, what, when, where, everything. Not... And again, you want to have a conversation. You're not going to be like, okay, um, okay, so great, so now why this? Okay, well then, why'd you do that? Like, you can't interrogate them. You want to have a flowing conversation, which is why you need to, like, mold your script into your DNA and make it yours so you can sound human. And then now, because you did your... You built rapport on the first phone call and you were human, you didn't try... To book a f- appointment. <laughs> Don't try to book an appointment the first time, man. <laughs> think about it, my G. Like, yo, think about it. Please think about it. You have everybody calling Susan. She's getting harassed up from every realtor. That's sounding exactly the same. Because about there's three, four scripts out there. You got Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, this guy, that guy. That's it. There's only three, four scripts out there. There's not a lot. There's not variety, right? right. And they all sound the same. Do you think? That you're going to be that special, or you're going to, your NLPs are going to be that much better that you're going to land a meeting with a new expired, it just expired yesterday, and everybody's calling her Monday because everybody grows a chest on Monday morning. They're <laughs> like, yo, this week, I'm going <laughs> to kill it. <laughs> it's Monday, baby. You know how many people do that sh- on Monday? Yeah, Realtors? man. Bro, forget about it. So, you're not, you are calling Susan to figure out if, if, if certain information why she's withdrawn? Why she's expired? Why she's canceled? If that checks out, she's not working with the realtor. That checks out. She's open to, to to hearing conversation. That checks out. You end the you end the phone call by like, okay, well, great. Susan, Listen, it sounds like you know, it sounds like um, you know, you're you're frustrated. I don't blame you. You sat on the market for 162 days, and um, I'll check in on you later on just to see how you're doing. If you have any questions, I'm gonna text you my information now. Just if there's anything I could ever ask, then uh, you, you want to ask me, then, you know, you can feel right, feel free to text me or call me whatever you like. Let me ask you of a question.
1: Let me ask you a question yeah. on that. Cause I'm, I'm just curious actually for myself. Do you gauge, cause this has been my experience and I, I'm curious to know if it's yours. Do you gauge based upon the phone call though? Meaning like the, the, uh, the policy or the strategy, you go in going, I'm going to build the relationship. And and I agree with you 100%. I found in phone calls with real estate versus other industries and other sales processes, the discovery phase is huge. Mm. That question huge. asking in real estate is so big when it comes to phone calls. So the discovery yeah. phase is huge versus the value proposition phase and, and maybe other like sales processes. But my yeah. point being is like, I've always attacked it as in, strategy, build the relationship. Your, your job is to build that rapport, the discovery phase for your data to know what you need to do next with this lead to nurture it. You want to build the relationship. But if Susan opens up the door because the rapport has been struck, the whatever you want to call it, the, the connection is there. You know, ABC, always be closing. Why not take that opportunity? Like what, what's your thoughts there? On the phone or in person? <clears throat> On the phone like on the phone it, I'll yeah t- do you judge I'll tell you it what, case air. by case i guess is what i'm saying I, lo- I-, I love that question yeah
2: i love that question i figured out now by being on the phone with uh, with new expired ladies and gentlemen new expireds not past expires i've been on the market that 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 have been off the market for 6 to 12 months or Fizbo's. new expireds from my experience in california and in new york as well but especially cali it's a lot there's so many people doing it because there's no rental option here in orange county mm. it's very because the rentals here are taken are taken on by some realtors right that 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 know homeowners and whatnot like in their network but a lot of property management companies take over the whole renting thing right so we don't i don't ha- i don't have a, I, like back in new york you don't have like sales you can jump right into rentals and make money right away mm. you're gonna get dogged up but hey man like there's money right there, and it's the way some a lot of these rental people that are renting now in the future they will buy. So it's up to you to put them in your CRM. and yeah, you build City that database. If you're doing rentals, you know, and it's and just like sending postcards during the holiday and like just one holiday so they know like oh every Christmas I get something from this person every time, and that's how they remember you as part of your personal brand. However, here there's no option for rental, so everybody is calling for sales. In Orange County, I'm in Orange County. Everybody's calling for sales. Everybody's after the the Newport homes, the big homes, 20 million, 18 million, 5 million, 6 million. Everybody's going after homes, right? So, and everybody's trying to close. Why? Because that's what the scripts teach them. So,
1: your unique differentiator, if I'm hearing you correctly, because I want to make sure I nail this or or make sure I'm understanding to nail this on the head for the audience, is your unique differentiator is because you're in a market of everybody asking for the order. You're taking a unique route of going, I'm going to find out where this person is and make them feel really good because every other, you know, real estate agent called and asked to close, asked for something, take, 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 take. You're just going to call and act like I'm checking in, I'm building the relationship. And then you're going to turn around and note it and then go door knock. So you've come up with a unique strategy that differentiates you in your sales process.
2: Right. And you have a lot of agents that tell you, "Nah, man, like that's whack. Like, what do you mean? Like if you're really a closed, you're closed on the phone. All right. So you go, you go close on the phone. <laughs> but if you're trying, but if you're trying to build a team, that's, that's, that, that's, that's not as sharp as you are. Right. Cause you have skin in the game and you've been, you've been around and you, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, sure. Not everybody's going to be that way. So like, it's more efficient to call, have a conversation on the phone, get to know what's bothering them. Why it didn't work. Yeah. What's what their happened. pain point. Yeah. Yeah, just figure out what, just have a conversation. Don't try to close. Don't try to be like, just build rapport. The first phone call, just, just talk. Literally just have a conversation. Like we're having a conversation now. Just talk. Make light, make, make light of things. Agree with them. Always agree with them and just talk to them. Cause you want to keep them on the phone. The longer you keep them on the phone is, it's really important. And they oh, and people need to remember. They will always remember how the conversation ended. So what does that mean? No, no. I tell you why that's important. Because at the end, what do people do? Close. They try to close. That's the end of the phone call, right? They, they try to close. Mm. Okay, well, Susan, I'm around. You know, I'm be around this Wednesday. I'm, I have a client to see right here in so and so area. It's about uh, five miles, six miles out from you. I'll swing by right after them. Does three o'clock sound good? Three thirty. I have an opening both times. What time is good for you? Mm. No, I just told you for. <laughs> Ten minutes that I'm in, I got pain in my head and my back. I'm stressed out, and you want to meet me to give me information? No, man, <laughs> leave me alone.
1: So and here's then, the look, now, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't want to stop you. Keep going. Keep rolling. So
2: yeah, so basically at the end and like just end the conversation on, on a friendly, you know, like as if like let's say me, me and you, Luke, are like we're to, we're having a conversation on the phone, man, and we're just like talking and just kicking. Phone, just chopping it up. Right. How was your week? Blah blah blah, this and that. And at the end of the at the end of the phone call, we're just gonna we're gonna end the phone call like friends. Alright, cool. All right, man. Like it was great chatting. I'll talk I'll talk to you later on. Have a great weekend. That's it. But why is that important? Because when you want to call them again, they're gonna pick up. And if they pick up, right? Yep. Well, not not a hundred percent pickup rate, because there's nothing hundred percent, but you're increasing your chances of a pickup rate. Sure. Number two, they're going to remember when they remember you, they're gonna remember, oh this was the nice girl, the nice guy that was just, uh, this just had a conversation with me. So they're not going to be as scared or defensive. Sure. As if you were the person that tried to close them. And three, when you knock on the door, when you finally knock on the door and you, there's Susan, she comes out and she sees your big <laughs> smile and you're all nice. And <laughs> hey man, we don't all have like, smiles Susan.
1: like you. I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Susan, it's me, Mario. I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago about your, about your home. Here's some information that I drew up for you. Take a look at it. It might help you when you're ready to put it back on the market. Um, and then if they ask you, why are you doing this? Or like, why are you helping me out? You know what I tell them? Well, Susan, the reason why I'm doing things for free and I'm willing to help you out for free. Because in the future, when you're ready to list. Or when you, if you have any transactions in real estate that you might want to take care of. Hopefully, you might consider me. And that's why I'm giving you this gift today and that's why I'm visiting you trying to help out because I'm in this game for the long, for the longevity. Not, not, not for a hit and run. I just like that verbatim. Mm. Just like that.
1: That's a good pitch. And they yeah. all look and Rewind like, that, guys, and, and listen to that again. That's a good pitch. <laughs> you know, a similar to that is I, I want to say it's the Maps program at Keller Williams. They do a similar type idea with a business card. They go and drop off value, offer to help, and then just give them their business card. And basically, that same type of idea that hey, if and when you need help in real estate, I just hope you consider me. I just hope to be that person. So it's very, very interesting. So here's the million dollar question then, man. How is that working for you in translating to transactions? Like, like how, what is the success you've seen for yourself? And then as you compare, obviously we're all comparing, you know, numbers to other people and stuff like that, you know, and there's good comparison and bad comparison, but that's the million dollar question. Where's this, you know, how are you seeing that translate? Especially because you just are into the business there.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna be very transparent with you guys. Yep. Because I hate, I hate bullshit. Um, <laughs> I have, I yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been in the Cali real estate game now for five months.
1: Five months. Okay. Four months.
2: Four or five months, something like maybe four and a half months, going to five months. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, somewhere around that. So not really long for a brand new market. Don't know yep. the streets. Don't know. I could be 15 minutes away from home, completely lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I still get lost. Straight up. Um,
1: I get it, man.
2: <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up. Um, so I've had so far one listing, my first listing that I got. And this just goes to show you the kind of balls and skin that you need to have. Oh, to yeah, man. Game. My first listing after months, months. Changed, it's not even that big of a property, right? Months. I finally get signed the contract, signed the listing agreement. It's mine. Photography is done. I make a lifestyle video for for Instagram and Facebook. I make a uh, um, um, drone, all that stuff, like the best kind of stuff you could possibly imagine. Um, Facebook campaigns are they're being thought of and we're being started, and we're going to figure out how we're going to go about this. Mm-hmm. As soon as all the marketing material is ready to, to be deployed, I get a text saying, "Hey, somebody passed away. We're not going to sell the home anymore."
1: Oh, wow. And what do you say wow. to that? That's like what the, the best way to get out of anything. I know that sounds terrible. Yeah,
2: well, don't get me wrong, man. I'm from New York. I was skeptical as like, <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Nobody died, man. You lying. You <laughs> lying out your cheek. You lying to me.
1: Dad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, but dude, I, I mean, the reason why I love hearing that, and I think the audience will appreciate hearing that, is because that is the roller coaster of business, let alone real estate. How do you deal with that, man? How'd you deal with that psychologically? Thing, yeah,
2: it was my first breath of air. Like I mean, my mouth was so dry. <laughs> I was like waiting. For it's that. like I'm you like, came up in the one. ocean and you're like <laughs> you gasp,
1: and all of <laughs> a sudden another wave hits you. <laughs> it's like, and uh,
2: John's the shit out of me, exactly. But but so, how'd uh, you how'd you deal with
1: it? How'd you overcome it? Wh- like wh- wh- what'd you do? So What'd like, you tell yourself?
2: I told so I, I so like I I'm, I'm my biggest hype man. So like I I am I generate all this like. Energy within myself. I don't like. I don't like exterior motivation. That's that's like a whole nother topic. Um, so I always keep myself in tune. Um, I just told myself like, yo, like, listen, like, when you make it and you're worth three hundred million, because like being a realtor isn't my end game. It's just something that I'm I'm doing for right now because I enjoy it and I like real estate and that's the space that I want to be in. Sure. But it's not my end game. So I just said to myself like, listen, when you make it and you're on stage talking about it, you're gonna have one story (laughs) (laughs) love it it's gonna be one hell of a story you know what i mean and at the end of the day ain't nobody gonna come tell me that they're tougher than i am (laughs) you know like like you know what i mean like or 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 they seen more like like i got a story too bro i'm right we're in the same boat it's a
1: great way to overcome adversity adversity because i have in my own life done the same type of thing like you can't write a book if you don't have anything to write about you know what I mean? So it's like when you hit the yeah. adversity, it's like you have to kind of think to yourself: like you can't speak on stage if you have nothing to speak about. You can't write a book if you have nothing to write about. I mean, this is just a yeah. chapter, a page in the story, yeah. and you got to remind yeah, you yourself gotta. of that. So all yeah, you have
2: to go, you have to go through, yeah. So uh, so like that, yeah. So that listing went, and then I had another listing that came from the same thing, conversation. I had called this guy up. Um, and he lives he lives far away, but I don't leave money that's waiting on the table while I drive. I, I spoke to him. Long story short, he's like, yeah, sure. Send me the listing agreement. It sounds good. He loved it. Signed up with a 1% agent. Got f***ed over. Surprise, surprise. Called me back up out of nowhere. Completely thought that I lost his guy because he already signed with another agent, and his house was huge. I thought it, I, I only got, was definitely going to sell. He only got one offer the whole time he was with this 1% agent. I fell through. He calls me up. He's like, hey, it's so-and-so I told you that I was going to try it on my own, my way. And if it didn't work out, i will give you a call. So here's the phone call. Can you come?
1: Wow, man. Out? That's like the universe telling you, Hey, that one wave that hits you. Here's a nice yeah. little, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice little surf. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So like that, that, that one, that one is pending. And then like another That's one awesome. I just came from today, another one, this would, this was a for sale by owner cold call. I, this is a crazy. Yo, know, this 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 session right here that we're having, realtors, they're gonna love this because like what I'm about to tell you is like another, so many golden nuggets here. But I'm so happy to give them away. I called this lady up, and she was a for sale by owner. She's been getting pounded out on the phone, pounded out on the phone. She was very, she was she was she was very like uh, defensive. She didn't want to like really um, like. Talk to me, you know, just 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 the the normal call call. Long story short, she's like, yeah, I already have it on Zillow. I, my my friends, a broker, they're going to put it on the MLS. Blah 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 blah. Okay, great. So I basically told her, well, listen, I could offer you some financial benefit and just benefit in general, and without any cost, without any without any signatures or listing agreements or whatever, because you already have that taken care of. So I offered this woman free Facebook campaign, and I would host her open houses for her for free. Now people are asking me, why could you do that? Well, one, that's free buyer leads that walk into the door.
0: <laughs>
2: there you Why go. the fuck would I want to do it? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's one. Two, you have uh, you're paying some Facebook ads. Big deal. How much are you paying Zillow? Ten thousand a month? Five thousand a month? You can't spend ten dollars a day, three hundred dollars mm. a month, two hundred dollars a month, one hundred dollars a month, just to push some traffic into your open house and not only that she's offering she's offering to give me if I get her a buyer three percent I'm winning every way I'm winning in every way possible I'm, I'm keeping busy I'm active I got buyer leads coming into the door and they're seeing my face that's mm. not behind the screen And if any one of those buyers pulled the trigger, I get 3%. You tell me why I wouldn't want to do that. You're too good. Well, because you want a listing agreement? You want a signature? That's actually an interesting strategy, man.
1: Hosting open houses (laughs) for Fizbo's. I've never heard that before, dude. I'm being honest. Yeah, that's super creative. Yeah, Yeah. I've never heard that. Is that that like? I mean, have is that a normal thing? Like, have you heard that multiple
2: times? No, it's not a normal thing, dude. That is.
1: (laughs) He's like, of course not. I, I, dude, we're gonna give you credit for that. That is interesting. I'm gonna test that with some from real estate agents. That is a very interesting idea. Hosting open houses for Fisbos. Cause you're, I mean, it's big, especially for new agents. Obviously, vet, veteran agents, they give away their own open houses because they don't want to spend the time there, which well, right, is kind of yeah. crazy in a way. But, um, you know, but, but, especially if you're new in an area, I love that, man. That is awesome. That was worth the whole podcast right there for people. That is freaking awesome. You know, I got like,
2: to test that. So like, you just, it's a hustle. It's a hustle. And then like, and now I met her and I promise you that she's probably most likely going to end up signing with me because. Yeah. Oh, the relationship. Or You're sitting in I'll her tell- living
1: room. Yeah, dude, you can you can be sweet as pie. Well, maybe, I mean, you'll be edgy as pie. But, but, no, maybe not, That's no. a sweet <laughs> side. I see a sweet side.
2: <laughs> I told, I told Well, her look at up. the
1: pearly when whites, I, man. I mean, come
2: on. <laughs> when I got, got that, she asked me, she's like, why are you here? And I bought my title rep with me as well, like, because she had a problem with her, with, with her title. I was like, I'll bring that too. This mad value of front. Just take it all. Yeah, front. yeah. Just, I want to show you that I'm not, and I did not show up with a folder with no pen no listening agreement just in case, nothing. My intent was to go there, help you, meet you, tell you my intentions, which I told her, I'm here because I want to I want to do things for you for free because if anything ever were to happen in the future, you would consider using me for any of your real estate needs. Mm. And they both looked at me like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's cool. Now they saw me, no more barriers, I'm going to see her again and she's most likely going to end up signing with me even if it's for 3-4% because... I I um, I helped her so much, and so not only that, she's getting pounded out with phone calls. Yeah, she wants it to stop. Yep. So she's like, "How does it stop?" I'm like, "Well, the only way it stops, and not to sell you or nothing, is by having a listing agreement, and not because I want to."
1: It's to pay me to be your real estate ma- make body. Make you guard. A list with
2: me, because it's yeah, because realtors can't go behind realtors' back yeah. and try to steal the list. <clears throat> yep. So that's only so that's the ultimate shield. She goes, "Oh, that makes sense." So that's already in her mind. I'm good with that. I don't got to say anything else,
1: dude. I love it. We're good. Let's proceed. I'll tell you, there's a golden nugget in there, too, that he just stated, guys, which is always state your intention with the prospect. You want to be super clear at the beginning of your phone call, super clear what you're trying to do, Um, and even to the standpoint of how much time you're going to take, state your intention. People like that. It it, It brings down their guard, makes them feel comfortable. All right. I got to ask you, man, we always ask this to every interview that comes on. We have two questions we always ask them. So I want to ask you, everybody's searching for the formula for success, myself included. I always tell people we know logically it doesn't exist. There's no magic formula out there. But I'm always curious asking successful people, you know, if you look at your life, what's the routine that you do daily or weekly, whatever it is, what routines are in your life that have driven success for you?
2: My brother, I'm going to be very honest with you about this one. There is...
1: Keep (laughs) keep it PG. Wait, this whole... This this podcast is not PG. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Share.
2: No, because everybody... I don't Ever since this entrepreneurial boom, everybody's into this morning mansion. Like, bro. Amen, man. (laughs) It drives me crazy. It's like, yo, like... You know, you have people like entrepreneur, like entrepreneur, like whatever, like, and like Forbes, like driving hella traffic, getting paid mad money for like the 10 top morning mantras from the most like successful people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, dude, no, man. Like, it's, <laughs> First of all, it's what works. It's, it's what works for them. Yes. Right. You know, but d- d- just to cut the fluff, what I, what I know is fact and what I know is the formula and I think is the perfect formula. And it's literally a natural law. And a lot of people won't get this because they won't see deeper than the words. They'll just hear it and be like, "Yeah, that sounds cliche." Or like, "Yeah, that's that's really, like, generic and kumbaya sounding, right?" I, I get that because it does sound like that, and it's you know it's, it's whatever. However, it's the craziest thing, man. But the world, the architect of the world, built built this a certain way, and this is one of the foundations of it. Whatever you believe in, right, will occur and happen. If you believe that manifestation is real and that if you keep visualizing about something that's going to happen, that's going to happen. If you believe that the world is more logical, like, yeah, no, listen, not everything happens for a reason, my guy. Things happen because you did this and did that and this, then this happened. That's the way the life is going to respond back to you. Whatever you output right into the world that's what you're going to get back and people don't realize that that's why all these successful people have so many different things it's because it's whatever they believed in it's whatever worked for them mm. and everybody's trying to compile together like okay so i'll read in the morning i'll go to the gym i'll f- do this bill gates does this zuck does this that guy does this and it's like you're gonna drive yourself nuts bro what works for you mm. what works for you that's a good statement, And that's man. and and that's what's, and that's what the world is gonna reply back with. It's the same kind of energy, man. We all walk around with a frequency. All of us do. We all have a frequency, a signature. It's a frequency. We all walk around with this, with this signature energy. And it fluctuates depending on our mood and how we think and what we do and et cetera, et cetera. So it's, you know, like, and I wanna say one more thing, and, and then after that, you guys, I don't know if you guys got anything, <laughs> uh, anything left. But one, one thing is really, I want everybody to understand this. Cause it's like once you once you learn this, I don't know how the f you can like wake up the next day and still think the same or operate the same. I read this um, in a book. I recommend everybody to read this book. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's very popular. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Hmm. Now, one of them there's so many take that book is like that's you can read that sh every month. Um it's that kind of book. Cause you'll get you'll get takeaways every time. But one thing that is The biggest takeaway is this, man. We are all matter, right? We're matter. The microphones are matter. The table you're sitting on is matter. The table I'm sitting on is uh That I'm, I'm, whatever, my chair is matter. Everything around us is matter. The only difference between us and the cans and the bush outside is that we are a conscious matter. We have a conscience. Now, that has a huge, humongous impact and contrast, and there's a def- and, and 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 it has an impact and an effect on the rest of the world, right? Because even the matter that doesn't have a conscience still has energy, frequency, etc., etc., etc. So what the So what is different then? If we all have energy and we all have a frequency and yada yada yada, what's the difference? We have a conscience. Okay, so we have a conscience. What does that do? The conscience is literally the ultimate key. Is the is the key to this whole world that we live in, right? It makes you, it's like mind bending kind of thing where you can alter your future. And even in the past, some argue in the past as well, but that's a whole other story. That's way too crazy to get into <laughs> using, using your conscience because your conscious is basically energy. You know how much electricity is in us, bro? How much electricity like we, we, we like house inside of us. Mm. There's a lot. We are made up of a lot of energy. Like there's a lot going on inside of it's us. Interesting. in interesting. Our minds.
1: As, as you're saying, it yeah. makes me, it makes me think, I don't know if you've read the book, Think and Grow Rich. Have you read that book? Yeah, know, but yeah, 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 that type, yeah. that visualization and that, that idea. Yes. And it's the same yes. thing about like vision boards yes. and stuff like that. And yeah. so much of it is, you know, and I, I know there's tons of different obviously theories and, and, and really studies done on this type of stuff, but it's, it's kind of this idea of you have a goal, you're visualizing that goal and these type of things, this visualization is a constant reminder. And what drives success? Well, you are the, what I would tell the audience is you are the product of your habits. You're the product of your habits yes. as a human. Yes. And so, yes. if you want to change who you are as as a product, like if you want to change who you are as a human, you look at your habits. And what's so powerful about visualization? Because I, I agree with so much what you're saying about visualizing and what you put out is what you get. Is is that visualization helps you change your habits? And it helps you change like the energy, like you're talking about this energy that comes from you, this frequency that you have. It helps you change that. So I think that's, that's really good. That's what it made me go to in my mind. It's just as I was listening you know, to you yeah. speak, this thinking grow rich, your habits, all those yeah. things. Let me ask you this final question then. What would you go back and tell your younger self? What I would
2: tell myself, I would, I would tell myself not to listen to avoid in the sweetest, the nicest way my parents fear and advice about that they have no experience in. Hmm. I grew up in a very, I mean, I, I, we grew up broke. I couldn't really afford meat, that kind of, you know, that, that kind of situation. I'm no special. There's so many people that were way worse than I was. They actually like, had no shelter, had no home, had no water. So, like, I had it pretty good, actually, compared to, like, the worst-case scenario. But, you know, got picked on, whatever, like, you know, like, people knew that. I was less than back in the day, and um, which is why I'll never go back. and my parents they came from a place of like safety, thoughts of safety to where it's like, well, you got to go to school. we're here in America, and I don't blame them like my mom, my my dad is a fucking lawyer back in Egypt mm. had his own firm. My mom worked on the second largest bio uh, uh, um, she was a biochemist. she worked on the second largest pharmaceutical company on the desert road in Egypt. oh wow. Um, yeah, so like they're very educated, smart. You know, people, and when they got here years ago, America was like, "Well, you got to go back to school, What's your degree." Hmm. And, and it's like, my dad's like, "I got that's kids, crazy. man. Like, yeah. we got to eat now." Okay, well, you're a stock boy at a computer store. Congratulations. Wow. So, yeah. So they came from a place where it's like, okay, we're here. We are sacrificing everything for you, mother. You're gonna go to school because <laughs> that's all they That's all they knew. I don't blame them. They had no. Their intent wasn't bad. Right, right, right. They they left everything for me and my brother. Their intent wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know better. They knew the safest way. The safest way was we're here, we're sacrificing everything, and we're fine with it. We're gonna eat for all these years, but you're gonna go to school and you're gonna do great and you're gonna get a degree and you're going to like like work and be okay and not live the life that we live back at home. Hmm. I listened to that because I saw how much we struggled. And even as a young kid, I understood that we were broke. And like, like, I, I, people were buying Jordans. I was going to Payless and buying Shacks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I had a pair of Shacks. Like, it was, huh. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. But in back, back in Brooklyn, you walk in with Shacks, you're, you're gonna walk <laughs> out a different man because they will destroy you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you yeah. couldn't hide those because they were this <laughs> wide. They were giant.
0: Blew that bright. Blue like boats. They were
2: like <laughs> They were so heavy, bro. It was embarrassing. And my mom got me the white ones, the brightest. Mother- <laughs> there, so anyway, um, I understood how broke we were. And I, did- and I understood that my mom and dad were trying their best because I was there for the fights and the arguments. Yeah. I was there. I-, I understood it. I felt it. I felt bad. Couldn't help. I was too young. Um, and because I understood that, I had I felt like I had to listen to them. Like I saw these people literally getting torn up. Couldn't speak the language. My dad was working long hours, driving an hour and a half back and forth from work, each, you know, going and coming. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to school. Like, I'm going to do this for them. Like, I have to. This is the right way. I wasn't exposed to anything else. Um, and that, and that hurt me a lot. Um, but I'm super thankful because I'm super young. I'm 29. I'm turning 30 in two weeks and I've been on my mindset journey now for the last five, six, for the last five, six years. So I'm truly blessed to uh, come out of that. Um, don't get me wrong the the fear from my childhood of like listen you have to work you have to get a job you have to right. get a steady paycheck otherwise you can't pay rent nobody's going to want to marry you blah 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 like who the fuck is getting married nowadays anyway fuck the f- here, but that's all the story <laughs> um for real um uh, and I wish I, I wish I would have knew that and I wouldn't have stressed it out when I was younger but um I wouldn't have listened to my mom and dad and I would have introduced myself to something called mindset mm-hmm. I would introduce myself to positive thinking and and listening to positive things and reading positive things and really trying to get close to people that are trying to get to similar places that i'm trying to get yeah this the, the, the basically the whole thing that revolves around mindset that all that's great advice
1: mindset. man yeah there's actually a kid um i believe his name's caleb maddox he's really popular on like instagram and youtube and stuff and he is developing or has developed some type of course for kids teaching them mindset and stuff like that he's like a little tony robbins um it's that same idea we don't teach in school kids the power of positive thinking we don't teach them this mindset this attitude and all that stuff so i think that's great advice it's awesome
0: well thank you so much for being here mario before we close i know you said it at the beginning but give people your instagram handle again let them know where they can find
1: and connect with you man
2: uh, you sure you guys want to follow me now? <laughs>
1: Dude, man. <laughs> I love guys, he's this entertaining every day. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> All right. So it's it's my first and last name. It's Mario, M-A-R-I-O, Eldon, E-L-D, as in Danny, I-N, as in Nancy. Mario Eldon.
0: All right. Thank any any websites? That's the best place to connect with you on Instagram? Anything else?
2: Instagram or, or Facebook or LinkedIn. Cool. Honest, my handle is the same. Um, oh, nice. I got lucky. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. Hey, what's up? Yeah, man. Thank you. So if you like what you heard here on Stay Paid today, please go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Make sure to leave a comment. You can also find our podcast, including this one in video, on YouTube.com/slash remindermedia or staypaidpodcast.com. And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We are at reminder media on Facebook,
1: Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Steik, And I'm Luke Akery. Guys, I'm going to close with this action item. I think it's it's pretty awesome. And I'm going to do two because, you know, obviously we have a ton of agents that are listening to this, real estate agents. So this is your action item. I want you guys to test the strategy of calling the expireds not going for the appointment on the first call and then going and door knocking the ones that are qualified, the cherry picked ones, the ones that you go, yeah, this person, they definitely are looking to sell their home. It's just an emotional state right now. I want you to test that. That's something you could literally implement tomorrow, literally in your expired listing calls, because I'm super curious to see how that works for you guys. Um, and please comment, let us know how that's working for everybody in terms of the action item. I think this is a great action item for you to do. On your next cold calls, first, if you're not making cold calls, stop being you know. Stop not, being a yeah, Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop being a wimp and get on the phone and make some phone calls. But be direct. State your intention and be direct. I promise you, if you switch your mindset to where you're not trying to sell somebody necessarily, even though you are, but you are just stating what value you bring to the table, what intention you have, I promise you, you will start engaging more people. Because if there's one thing that you can take away from this podcast for sure is authenticity. Uh, I mean, if you're an authentic person, yeah. you will attract the people that share that same vibe as you and you know Simon Sinek says it best man to build great great organizations to have great clients you want to attract the tribe that believes the same thing you do that has that same almost like frequency energy level that they all kind of mastermind together and all have this tribe that comes together so try those action items this week remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in any industry is top producers take action take action on that today